this is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with the When People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. Today, I am very happy to welcome to the show Jeanette Gallardo of Vita Solutions. Jeanette, welcome. Hi, Dawn. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. And thank you for giving me this opportunity to share with your audience uh, about a couple of things that uh, are important for when to make business thrive. Well, thank you. And so for, for the audience who doesn't know Jeanette, she is the founder of Vita Solutions, and she helps businesses really with their strategy, financial analytics, forecasting, and financial models to help them grow their organizations. And she is a fractional CFO. Jeanette, for those in our audience who don't know what that is, can you tell us and help us out a bit with what a CFO and a fractional CFO at that is? Yes, of course. And that's uh, an excellent question. So yeah, fractional CFO, what it means is that uh, organizations, when they're not ready to bring in a person, uh, an executive that does helps helps them with all of their finances, uh, like strategize and make sure that the company is going in the right direction, they hire a fractional CFO. And what that means is that it's a, it's a fraction of the cost and also a fraction, like they're not full-time, they're just coming in to work with uh, different uh, strategies, different projects, and really engaging with the management and executive team to make sure that they're, the direction that they're going is aligned with their their financial view or, and, and that they're really making an impact uh, as, as a company with their profit, but also that everything within, uh, within the organization is aligned. Thank you. That, that does help. Um, and I know that with some of the organizations we deal with, especially in that smaller range, you know, people are wearing different hats and they're doing the best they can, right? And I am going to bet that there are some people listening that might think, oh, she does bookkeeping and accounting. And what I know of what CFOs, chief financial officers do, it is far beyond that. So can you go into a little bit more detail about what that CFO, that chief financial officer really is doing with that money part of an organization? Yes, and that is uh, one of the questions I get asked a lot is if I do all of the accounting and bookkeeping, and yes, you're 100% correct, that is not an actual function of a CFO. So uh, what I do is um, I help with, so let's, to, to make it more, like to simplify it. So an accountant, they're looking at the Past. They're looking at historical, they're, they're making sure that the books are aligned. And that is the base of where I start. So I, I have to have clean numbers, clean data. And that's provided by, by an accountant, a CPA or a bookkeeper. And actually, there, that area is very important because once I get that information, that once I get the financials, all the historical data and clean data, then what I do is I look at the health of the business, the performance, how have, how have they been doing in the last uh, couple of months, couple of years. And from there, uh, work, I work with the uh, management team on identifying, okay, so 
where are we going? What is your goal? What what is the mission of the company? Like what what is success? And defining that success, what that means to that particular uh, business, and then we put a plan together. So it's through financials and forecasting. And what it means is based on historical data, finding those gaps and opportunities for growth and where they're leaving money on the table. And then implementing a plan uh, that is realistic and aligned with the business. And from there, and it's all um, uh, driven on uh, metrics is very important uh, for uh, as a CFO that everything has to be uh, measurable. So you're going to have um, margins, uh, KPIs, and also have everybody within the organization aligned. So they're following, everybody's uh, going uh, and following the same goal. So everybody's aligned. Everybody knows what they need to be working on. Everybody's focused. Everybody's engaged. Everybody feels like they're part of a team. So and most of the time, uh, people think like, well, finances, accounting, then what does that have to do with every, anything? But it is crucial because finances, so people and finances are the base of the business. And, and you need both those two uh, to really uh, execute and to really grow the business and to keep pushing in the direction that, that uh, the executives want to move uh, forward. So now you're speaking my language, right? That whole, <laughs> that people and finances are the basis of the organization. And it's funny because as you were talking and I'm thinking, I bet a lot of people would believe as you're talking about the forecasting and the clean data that it's just, it's all this cold number driven stuff. And then you started talking about how everybody needs to be aligned and we call that everybody needs to be rowing the boat in the same direction. And so tell me how you and with your clients that you help, how do you figure out whether everybody is rowing the boat in the same direction? Like what, what are some of the, um, either the flags that, that they're not or the indicators that they are? If that question yes. makes sense. Yes, it makes total sense. So there's a different ways to uh, determine that. And once again, it's going back to looking at uh, the numbers. So uh, everything is tied back to the numbers. So it's going to be uh, how much for like the employee, employment engagement, like understanding the turnover for the business. Uh, so how many people are leaving and why? Because that is a huge, that's going to have a huge impact on the business uh, because every time there's a new hire, there's a cause that is involved. The training is, it's a cause. So there's a couple of uh, cost uh, implications to that, but also understanding when people, employees are not engaged, that's also not going to help the business because uh, there's, there's going to be this, um, they're going to be spending probably either time away from work or not going to be very productive. And there's a way to measure that. So there's different tools to measure that uh, based on uh, like where are they focusing on like their time and there's you can build KPIs around that. And and yeah, so you can tie the employee engagement and performance and the turnover back to the numbers. 
I love that. I've always said that numbers tell a story. And with one of our tools that we use, the company climate inventory, it's an assessment that everybody takes and we have data, right? And it, and I would have thought, you know, years ago before we developed this, you know, it's data, how boring, right? Because I'm more involved in the, you know, the communication, the stories, the the way that people interact and, and the relationship, right? Numbers, ew, like there's, there's no, there's nothing there. And then we started going this route and just realizing, oh, the data tells stories. And you're right. You can, you can read that story. You can read that data and, and figure out what's going on, the plot, if you will. Um, and, and I just find that fascinating. And it sounds like you do as well. Yeah, I love that you brought that up because actually that's how I uh, speak about numbers. Uh, The numbers are telling you a story. And when I talk to people that are not into numbers or they're like, ew, uh, who wants, they're boring. It's always, for me, it's always looking at it, like being curious about it. What are the numbers telling you? Like, what is the story behind your business? You have all this amount of data that you're not using to your advantage, like you have all this power within your business that by not analyzing it, and it doesn't have to be like something fancy and complicated, but truly understanding and being curious of what are the numbers telling telling me? Are they even right? Because most of the time they're not even accurate and you don't even know what you're looking at. So just taking that, like uh, taking it more from a, a curiosity point or a stand, it's going to allow you to um, kind of like take that mindset and be more engaged with, okay, what's happening, what what makes sense, what doesn't make sense. And also looking at historical data, that's a full story. Like you can tell what happened, uh, for instance, in a couple of years from now, we, we're going to be able to tell a story about COVID. Oh, so why were the numbers down and why were, I don't know, like uh, we had a high turnover what happened so for people that are coming in they look at that and they're like what happened but probably they'll be like oh hold on didn't in 2020 when the numbers are really low didn't that's when COVID happened right yes oh there's the story so I I I love that's how I approach it and that's how uh it's kind of like being a detective but at the same time a storyteller Oh, I love that. I I just I think that's a fabulous way to talk about those sides, the detective piece and then the storyteller piece. Um, so one of the reasons why I wanted you on on the show was because uh, of what you really feel is, um, or at least what I sense is your uh, your motto in a way, your your philosophy uh, around employees as part of an organization. So can you share a little bit about that for us? Yes. So once again, like people are the biggest asset of a business. And sometimes, I mean, we're all busy, we're trying to do our best, and we dismiss that. And I do believe that when people feel like they're taking care of that they feel like they are contributing in one way or or another uh, they are going to show up and they are going to they're going to have an impact on the business they're going to be following when there's a leadership and executives that really uh, 
are transparent with their vision, their goals, and and everybody is aligned within the organization, then that force creates for everybody to be pushing in the same direction and to help them really get to where everybody wants to be, like uh, whether it's growing the business, what what the success of the business means. And when everybody's engaged and and everybody in uh, being engaged and aligned means accountable. So employees need to be accountable and, and there, there has to be metrics and KPIs for everybody to be able to have that visibility that yes, we're making an impact and we're going in the, in the right direction and we're celebrating our, um, our uh, uh, wins, but we're also the, there's times that, you know, that things don't go as well as, as we expected. And we're there together. Like, uh, holding hand to to make sure that we're heading in the right direction. But employees, uh, to me, are like an asset um, for sure. And and what I love about what you do, Don, is that uh, creating that awareness uh, towards businesses that let's not forget about the, one of the most important things of or not things. One of the most important components of a business is the employees. And that's why when when we first met, I was I always get very uh, passionate about around this topic because I have seen it so many times. Uh, employees get dismissed, and they're the biggest contributors. And I I love what you do for for that reason. Thank you, thank you. Um, so as you were talking and and saying about really being able to figure out if the employees are in alignment, if they are engaged, if they are productive or not, and that brought up the question for me, I'm guessing you've probably had to have some conversations and maybe they were hard conversations with the leaders, the executives, the owners of an organization to say, you've got people who are not rowing the boat in the same direction. Uh, so can can you say a little bit about that and and how you help organizations when you've identified that yeah, that alignment, it's off. It's not quite there. Right, right, right. So it is uh, a conversation that most of the time is, uh, it's it's a hard one because there's two components to that. So when employees are not engaged or aligned, it comes from upper management, meaning uh, there's no visibility, there's no... um, accountability so there's no communication basically so we're setting these goals we're setting this um we're going in this direction but nobody knows or it's not shared with the rest of the team or it is but it stays at one level and then it doesn't get trickled down where how what are we going to do like how are we going to make sure that we are getting that everybody's contributing so when there's no visibility and there's that that's one of the things that happens that uh well i don't know where we're going so i'm just gonna do what i'm asked to do and i don't even know if i'm having an impact and uh, by the way i don't feel like i'm contributing to anything i just feel like another number within the organization so therefore actually i don't feel like coming to the office today i mean that it goes all the way down to that uh but when there is that uh, visibility and alignment, 
it's also very important as a leader to show up and do what, what you're expecting everybody else to do, to be that person, to be that example. And I just push the work down, but also uh, inspire others to to go with you on that journey because it is so easy just to say, we're going on this direction, get it done and you and and just do it. But and and people will do it and it, but it's not gonna be sustainable. It's not gonna be engaging and people probably will end up leaving. So for me is it starts with the leadership. It starts with the upper management, with the executives, and those are hard conversations to have. But that's where it all starts. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's it's so interesting, right? Because we we are coming at this, you and I, with what we do for our clients and, and the organizations that, that we work with, we have that same goal, although we come at it from different directions. You come at it from that, the numbers and the strategy and the forecasting, and we come at it from the, you know, working with management and leadership teams to make sure that that information is communicated all the way down. So, and what can you do to inspire? I love that because that is one of our, um, one of our uh, components of our leadership model is leaders inspire. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's their job, really. That's what I think of. That's, That's one part of their job. So I love that you and I, you know, come to this, so um, again, different different parts of the of the whole, but our, our goals are the same. So that's I just I, I love that. Uh, how does an organization know if they need someone like you, that fractional chief financial officer? What? Uh, because I'm, I'm thinking that some people that might be listening might be asking themselves, well, do I do I need do we need a CFO? Uh, so how do they know if if they might want to start exploring that avenue? Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's a, a great question. Uh, most of the time, we don't know what we don't know, right? So uh, one of the questions to ask uh, them, like uh, if I if they need a, a CFO, is um, if they have been let's say they have been profitable or, or not, whatever the case may be, but if they feel like they are like in this place that pretty much stuck, that they cannot, they haven't moved on to the next level, that um, that they're, they're striving and they do have goals, but they haven't reached them for whatever reason. So um, also if they don't have a full-time CFO, uh, most of the time, um, uh, ma- ma- management will shy away from bringing somebody because they feel that it's going to be very expensive or, you know, that maybe they're not ready for that. But that's where the service comes into play, that it's a fractional, like a project basis. It's truly targeted to what they need and it's truly targeted to help them um, identify those areas where they are, they need a little bit of, uh, guidance or help, uh, but also identifying, um, making sure that their mission and their goals, everything is linked and also understanding and defining 
what success means for the organization because sometimes we forget. We're so busy doing, doing, doing that we're just going, 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 but where are we going? Do we even know where we're going? Uh, so it's kind of like taking a pause and 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 determining, okay, where are we going and how many years, like next year, where do we see the business and five years, where do we see the business and really uh, setting a plan with, again, metrics and everybody aligned within the organization. But yeah, that's where I would start asking yourself, do you know where you want to be in five years? If so, how are you going to get there? And where are you now? Um, like what has been your history again? What has been uh, the the numbers telling you like uh, in the past? Like, is that even feasible where you're trying to go? And do you know if, I mean, how much uh gaps or opportunities like how much money you're living leaving on the table so um i think starting with those questions like the first one for sure is like where do we want to be in five years and that may seem a simple question but actually a lot of um uh people or uh executives or, or management that i have met with they're they have a difficult time answering like the whole vision, the whole picture. Like they're like, we're, we're going when we're doing really good, but that's excellent. But we really need to put a plan together and, and get everybody to, uh, to participate. So what came up for me, and you can tell me if I'm, if I'm spot on or way off, but it's, it's like, so you help your clients or they have this goal, they have this vision. Here's what I want to be in five years. And knowing what I know, working with businesses for almost two decades is their, their expertise is not in numbers. It's not in finance. If you said forecast, you know, from a you know financial forecast, they'd probably, their eyes would get really wide and they'd get this horrid, this horrified look on their face. And what do you mean? Um, and but what came up for me when you said all that is, it's like, where do you want to be in five years? What's the story, right? And then you come in as that CFO to say, okay, so here's the numbers to support the story. Yes. Am I, am I, am I on it? 100%. That's basically it. And, and that's the, um, in a way, is that taking that intimidation um, away because, it is intimidating for the person. Sometimes like people will not admit that they, I mean, it's confusing. And uh, I don't really understand, like I cannot read a financial statement and that's okay. And that's where I come in, like to put all those pieces together and also give the tools to upper management or middle management or whoever needs that guidance. Uh, to give them the tools like this is this is what um, what you need to focus on. This is where you need to be looking at. This is how you know if, if your financials even make sense. Uh, so areas to identify, to ask the questions to, to the team or to whoever, like to the uh, accountant or whatever, like when something is off. So it's just uh, different uh, ways to determine that what where we're going and not avoiding the numbers piece of it because either, either it's boring whether um they don't want to do it or whether it's intimidating 
it's a huge disadvantage because once again, people in numbers, that's where the magic happens. Ah, I love that. The people in the numbers, that's where the magic happens. That's, that is a great, um, way to, uh, to start to, to conclude today's episode. And Jeanette, can you tell people where to find you if they want to learn more about what you do, what you can do for their organization? Yes. Uh, uh, they can find me uh, either on my website at vitasolutions.com. So that's uh, V-I-T-T-A solutions.com or on LinkedIn. I'm very active on LinkedIn. Uh, so it's my name, Janet Gallardo. And yeah, they can have, um, if they're even not sure if they need this type of service, um, I'm more than happy to have uh, a free consultation with them. And my goal at the end of the day is to really help and give them guidance of, you know what, you actually don't need me. What you need is, I don't know, somebody like Dawn, or, you know, like I can point them in the right direction, or maybe what you need is a, 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 an accountant to clean the numbers or whatever that may be. Um, so it's not uh, for me just to come in and sell my services. I really want to make sure that they know uh what needs to be looked at, what needs to be taken care of uh, to, to begin with, and then take it from there. So yeah, so I'm more than happy, always uh, happy to have a conversation and uh, make it uh, simplify it because I think we tend to overcomplicate things. That is absolutely correct. So so for those of you listening, check out Jeanette Gallardo at vitasolutions.com. And remember that people and numbers are the magic. Until next time, may you thrive.